The universe is composed of subjects to be communed with, not objects to be exploited. Everything has its own voice. Thunder and lightning and stars and planets, flowers, birds, animals, trees. All these have voices and they constitute a community of existence that is profoundly related. Thomas Berry. Welcome to the Rainbow House, Casa Akosamalot. Welcome to new friends, to old friends, to strangers and curious passersby. I chose to call this podcast Casa Akosamalot because casa means house in Spanish. And my family, a lot of my family speaks Spanish and I speak Spanish. And Akosamalot means rainbow in Nahuatl, which is the language of the Mexica people from whom my indigenous side is descended. And a rainbow is what we see when light is scattered. And we can finally see the bands of color within the white light from the sun. So in that way, I want this podcast to both encompass the broad and beautiful range of my identity and of other people's identities, and also to function as a kind of a scattering and an opening to look at the crossroads of race, identity, spirituality, and community, particularly coming from a Chicana mixed race, mixed, mixed cultural identity person. I hope that people can find something in my spiritual journey and the learning I've done and the learning I'm going to do through this podcast that they can apply to their own life and their own spiritual journey. Because I think that there's a real need for hunger, connection, direction, ritual, and sacredness in our world right now, particularly for people who are like me, who are on the borderlands between cultures and religions, ethnicities, and trying to find their own way. I think we need something... Uh, that can unify us all, we can come together and talk about how the complicated overlying tapestry of race, oppression, class, and history affects us who we are as people and how we worship, what we think is sacred, and how we acknowledge that. Even though I think more people than ever before, particularly in younger generations, are starting to talk about being mixed race, being in between, ni de aquí, ni de allá, not from here, not from there. A lot of times it's talked about in relation to their political and social experiences, but I don't really hear a lot of conversation or what it means for their spiritual life. And I especially don't hear that sharing when people are not Christian or when they're questioning Christianity. And I would use the term pagan because I think pagan is really commonly used to describe a belief that is nature-based, that is outside of Judeo-Christianity. But that term pagan is really loaded, and right now it's really dominated by white European practitioners and reclaims of their own traditional European ancestry practices. People are used to talking about their gender identity or their racial or ethnic identity, but in my experience in the United States, religious identity is almost always assumed to be Christian or to exist in relationship and in the context of Christianity. The question, are you a religious person, almost always means, do you believe in the Abrahamic God or are you an atheist? Even the category of atheist or agnostic are understood to be in relationship to the Abrahamic God. Christians tend to subsume any monotheistic God into their understanding of God, which makes sense because he makes bold claim to sole ownership and creation of the entire universe, and they make an even bolder claim to be able to expound confidently on what he thinks of the minutia of our daily lives. For many reasons, some of which I'll go into in another episode, I decided that I was not Christian a long time ago. 
But that decision was made quietly, and it took me a long time, maybe a decade, to say out loud to people when asked, I am not Christian. And it took an even longer time for me to find a structure that I felt could comfortably sum up my beliefs rather than just defining my beliefs in the negative. I dabbled in Wicca as a teen and picked up some Buddhist philosophy from university and my mother, who is a very longtime practitioner of Zen Buddhism and who I think will probably feature at least once on this podcast. I've done some transcendental meditation and a few new moon circles. I did a lot of yoga before yoga got very self-conscious of the degree to which it was appropriating and oversimplifying Hindu philosophy. But in my daily life, I largely jettisoned that which I associated with Christianity. So prayer, giving thanks before meals, community participation, even in the most basic form of regular charitable giving, all got left behind until I had children. When I looked at the tiny, scrunched, inquisitive face of my daughter for the first time, it tied me to the future of the planet in a very visceral way. Suddenly, it did not seem enough to be a moderately decent person who voted for a particular political party, sometimes gave money or food to the homeless, was kind to my friends and family, and then mostly spent her time playing video games, drinking wine, and eating good food. Every action I took or didn't take would contribute to the kind of future she would inherit. I suddenly wondered what my core values were as a human being and how to teach them to her in a coherent way. I was also aware that as a light-skinned person of color, I knew that since her dad is white, European descent, she would most likely pass easily in larger society as white. My self-identity as a Mexican-American mixed-race woman was pretty unsophisticated at the time, and over the first six months of her life, I slowly realized that I would have to make a conscious effort to pass along even the most basic cultural understandings that I absorbed from a childhood steeped in my dad's family. That in turn made me start want to wonder what it meant for me to claim my heritage, all of it, without having to choose one aspect. Religion and spirituality doesn't live in a vacuum separate from our political and social experiences. The family I was raised in was culturally Catholic, with subquirks of belief and practice that many Latinos and Mexicanos will recognize. For example, we put a glass of water on top of the refrigerator whenever we lost something in order to find it. We also had a family relationship with a powerful curandera who would periodically visit and perform cleansings and healings for our family members. But generally speaking, we all went to church, and my understanding of my relatives was that they largely accepted Christianity as their spiritual truth. By the time I had my children, I was comfortable not being Christian, but I wanted to raise them with a more open and expansive view of the world than simply defining our beliefs as what we are not. So I started to think, to read and reflect. I reconsidered some interesting personal experiences I'd had and tried to fit them into a particular religious and spiritual framework. As I read and thought and stitched things together in my mind and my soul, the cross-currents of race and culture became rapidly apparent. Religion and culture grow together and inform each other in many, many ways. Religious traditions have particular clothing, restrictions or requirements on appearance, holiday observances, philosophical frameworks, etc. So while I realized that I had some freedom to pick and choose elements of spiritual practice, I wanted it to be connected to me as a person, and I wanted to do it in a way that was respectful of the cultures and traditions it came from. For example, I couldn't just decide to use or to learn Lakota songs. And side note, please stop calling them Sioux. It's disrespectful. And I couldn't use their prayers because I'm not Lakota and I'm not practicing within the appropriate cultural context. 
It would be cultural appropriation, even if I tried to do it respectfully. I also couldn't just start praying to the Orisha or putting up shrines to them because there's a detailed and correct way to approach them. And if you want to follow the Orisha tradition, everyone knows that if you do it wrong, they definitely notice. At the same time, it felt natural to look back at all of my ancestors and wonder what they observed and how I could draw on the ways that they might have approached the sacred before Christianity was forcibly imposed on them. Finally, I'm also feeling the effects of over 10 years of thinking of the world in a more deterministic, well, maybe not deterministic, but materialist way. I spent a lot of time and energy secretly sneering at people claiming mystical experiences, despite experiencing a couple that could be con construed or interpreted that way myself. And so every time I settle down now and try and speak with my ancestors or investigate a deistic tradition, there's a very annoying voice that crops up in the back of my head, reminding me that it is all bullshit, that the world consists only of what can be measured and explained through science, and that taking metaphysical ponderings too far is the pathway to delusion, anti-vaccine hysteria, an angel guide, and a large display of small ceramic cats. So although I've hit on a solid and appropriate umbrella term for my current beliefs, I'm still feeling my way toward daily practice. I'm still feeling my way toward a coherent and regular structure I can pass on to my children, and I'm still wrestling with the ways that my social and political identity as a mixed-race person informs my religious life and vice versa. So thus, the idea for this podcast was born. Because identity is so central to this podcast, I thought I would use the first couple of episodes to tell some stories about my family, about where we came from, about the little that I know, and about how I feel about the story of my family. So thank you for tuning in to this opening episode, and I hope you come back to hear more about my ancestors, about my journey, and hopefully we can share and learn from each other and from the people that I look forward to bringing on to have the conversations that I think are so important to helping us all be fuller, more content, more connected human beings who can maybe work together to try and heal some of the brokenness of this world. Mm -hmm.